our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Today's episode is sponsored by Myths, Magic, and Murder Podcast. Guys, I have a new podcast obsession that I have to tell you about. Myths, Magic, and Murder. Kate, a psychology graduate, and Abby, a demonologist, get together to talk about everything ranging from true crime, the paranormal, urban legends, cryptids, occult crimes, and everything in between with a sprinkling of hilarious banter, a lot of interesting information, and a ton of spookiness. This is absolutely a horror comedy podcast created by horror enthusiasts for horror enthusiasts. You get two stories each episode, and there are over 40 episodes as of now that are absolutely binge-worthy. Check them out today for some lighthearted and casual conversations about everything creepy you've ever wanted to know about. Subscribe to Myths, Magic, and Murder today on all of the usual places you find your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles away. We have the weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. A cup of murder. No one likes to be fired, but not everyone seeks retaliation when they lose their job. On October 10th, 1991, a former post office worker took revenge for his unjust termination. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Joseph M. Harris was employed at the post office in Ridgewood, New Jersey, when boss Carol Ott went to file a police report accusing the 35-year-old of harassment. She said it was not sexual and didn't file the formal criminal complaint, but two months later in April of 1990, the quiet but ill-tempered Joseph refused to take the fitness for duty exam she demanded and was fired. He felt asking for the exam was uncalled for and degraded his 12 years of government work over a personality conflict between him and Carol. While no one was totally clear on the reason for the exam and his termination and knew that he was a man to hold a grudge, no one could have predicted what the next move was going to be. He bided his time for 18 months collecting a stockpile of weapons, grenades, and ninja swords. Then, on October 9, 1991, he broke into the home of Carol Ott, dressed in all-black fatigues and a ninja-style hood, and shot her fiancé, Cornelius Caston, execution-style while he sat watching TV. He then went upstairs and sliced Carol with a three-foot samurai sword as she lay asleep in her bed. He then left her home and headed to his former workplace, arriving around 2 a.m. on the 10th of October. Armed with an Uzi, a 22 caliber machine gun with silencer, knives, hand grenades, a handmade pipe bomb, and, of course, his samurai sword, he entered through the rear of the office. 
Once inside, he shot and killed Joseph Vanderpaul and David McNaught, two nightmare handlers, before barricading himself in the basement. He then shot at truck driver Marcelo Collado, but he managed to escape unharmed and drove to the nearest police station. Police arrived around 2.20 a.m. and attempted to enter the office. Joseph then lobbed an explosive in their direction, forcing them to retreat. After a four-hour standoff, Joseph Harris finally emerged from the basement locker at around 7 a.m. wearing a gas mask and bulletproof vest. He was arrested. A police officer later stated he felt Joseph surrendered ready to die, that he was more heavily armed than anyone the officer had seen in his entire career. Later, when they went to Searcher's home, they found a bomb made of automotive starting fluid rigged to his apartment door. Inside was a handwritten two-page letter complaining about the postal authorities and vowing revenge. He referred to prior postal shootings and said that he and the others were unfairly treated by the postal service. Joseph Harris was brought to trial and his lawyers attempted to argue that he was criminally insane. According to their defense, Joseph felt he was driven by the ninja spirit to commit the crimes. He was sentenced to death in 1992. He remained in a New Jersey prison until September of 1996 when he died of natural causes two days before the New Jersey State Supreme Court battle to overturn the death penalty was to begin. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on October 11th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This daily true crime podcast can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching Morning Cup of Murder. I'd love it if you stopped by and said hi. Stay safe. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.